Welcome to the Marie Menu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in sunny, gorgeous Seattle. I think it's going to be in the 80s today. Uh, yeah, <gasps> low 80s and I think it's the last before the weekend comes and it's going to cool off a little bit. Oh, okay. That's fine with me because I, yeah. I put on a sweater this morning. And I then did I too. Was like, I wore a sweatshirt. <laughs> right? It was like chilly and there was like this little know. bit of frost in the air and... And now I was like, how to turn on the air conditioning Frost, in my car. What elevation do you live at? <laughs> well, maybe it was just crisp. I don't uh, know I how crisp, what to yeah, describe yeah. it. But it was gorgeous. Walk just out from a gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the news is a little cray-cray right now. Uh, I'm just like, a wee bit. I'm mm. like, what? Of course, anyone who still thinks that our current, you know, administration is great. Well, you know, you maybe you need some therapy because clearly there's major problems going on in the White House. I mean, somebody who's a senior official, unless this person lied to the New York Times, you know, is talking about how scary it is in the White House that they have to hide papers from our president and tell him that they're going to go do something, but don't do it because it's dangerous. Compulsive liar. Yeah. He's I'm like, too. wow. And so, of course, most people, well, I can't say most, but I guess more people didn't vote for him that did vote for him, except for the electoral, you know, constitutional thing that keeps us locked in in this very interesting, non-popular <laughs> person winning for president. Um, uh, I, I guess those people couldn't see that he was a problem. I don't right. really understand. I, I, I'm so confused because I'm not surprised by I'm surprised that somebody went and spilled their guts to, you know, a, a national newspaper. But I'm not surprised by what they're saying. I assumed right. that was happening in the White House because, I mean, you can just tell what kind of person he is yeah. and that he's is not an honest person. But, yeah, fascinating what's happening. It's really, for me, struggle. it's, it's a struggle for me just because there's so many little, like, little bad things happening all over. I just can't focus on which one to, like, you know what I mean? Right. It was just, why is this even happening? <laughs> this shouldn't even happen at all. <laughs> like, it's really amazing. I agree. We shouldn't be in this no. space, right? The only good, well, I shouldn't say the only good thing, but one of the good things that's coming out of this is a lot of women are running for office and winning, you know, their primaries. Yeah. So, and of color, too. And the of lady, color. Yeah. And they're feisty. Because right. one of the things— Well, I would be, too, if right? that's what they're listening to. <laughs> I like that they're feisty because, you know, I've been a liberal my whole life. I was raised in a liberal family. And so, you know, I love Democrats. I mm -hmm. just do. I, I like their position. I like that they think about humanity. I'm not saying Republicans don't, but— I would say the large majority of the ones that I see on television or I read about don't seem to give that vibe to me. But I do think the Democrats have been too nice and too kind and too relaxed when the Republicans are kind of, I, I forget what, they're just cutthroat. So <laughs> you kind of need to have the Democratic Party be more aggressive. I think they have to. And I don't, I don't know what all the rules are in the Senate and the House. I don't really understand, obviously, the, the details and the, the workings that go behind the scenes in order for a senator or a congressperson to do the things they need to do mm -hmm. to be successful there. But I do think the Democrats need to be a little bit more relentless because the Republicans are. So uh, I think the well, they, spicy energy— I think energy, they really know what they need to like back. Right, yeah. I mean, they really do. They need to stand up for themselves, too, even though— 
you know, I mean, both parties have to do what they have to do. Exactly. Yeah. There. I mean, eventually, at the end of the day, everybody has to get along to some degree to totally. make everything work. Mm-hmm. But I just, um, you know, when we're watching these confirmation hearings, I'm just very, uh, you know, yeah, I'm a little worked up. I can't watch them for too long. Just, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Big breath. Oh my goodness Big breath. Gracious, I know yes. we had a work up already. Yeah, we have. But that's fine. Totally fine. Uh, I was actually going to mention something too, yes, uh, right and I completely f- spaced on it, but that's okay. Lisa's now getting our phone, so folks, be patient with you. Uh, we had a little bit of a slow uh, start to you this morning, <laughs> but that's okay. We're back and running and, and business as usual for the Marie Manny Jerry Show. Great. Yeah. So what's it? Oh, and now we don't have any calls. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Well, we had callers holding, now they're not. So now we're having phone issues, I guess. I have no idea. Now Lisa's typing something. So uh, let's see here. Well, you know, one of the things we can yeah, talk about. Yeah, let's jump into something yeah, if you don't well, mind. Well, of course, I love talking about politics mm-hmm. anyway. But I will be at East West Bookshop coming up next weekend. So not this weekend, next weekend. I'm going to be doing a Friday night talk on the power of what-if questions. So, of course, if you live locally, you can attend um, the courses in Seattle. It's really fun. And then on Saturday, I'm doing a, a workshop on the energy energy of letting go. So the energetic ways and reasons that we can let go of the things that are blocking us. And that's really probably one of the largest spiritual aspects of life is learning to let go. Um, and so that class will be focusing on letting go, letting go. And um, if you follow me on Twitter, you know, you can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook. I'm sure there's something I'm missing. Um, but if you follow me on Twitter, I recently put up, I retweeted, all the swing um, people regarding the confirmation hearings. And so if you live in that state, and be sure that you notify your representative. The phone numbers are also listed on there, so you can give a call and uh, um, give your opinion um, for the swing state people who potentially could change the voting so that even though the Republicans outnumber us, that um, potentially we could maybe um, save generations and generations of human rights, important values for democracy by not having um, Judge Kavanaugh confirmed. That would be lovely. So go ahead and check it out and see if you live in one of those states. Look up the phone number, give your representative a call, and let your voice be heard because that's what we do here in the United States. So we're going to get to the phone lines in just a moment. Benny's coming back into the studio. Oh, we got some of our people back. We're back. I'm sorry. Yay. I love it. Yeah, okay, I worked out all the gremlins. Okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah, wild morning. Okay. It's been wild, uh, right? I know. Sorry, well, Saturn folks. just went direct, but I thought that was supposed to like calm things down. Well, it maybe was... it will after now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who do we have? I will take Susie calling from South Carolina. So, Susie, welcome to the show. Sorry about that. Hi. Hi. Hi, welcome. Susie. How are you? I am I am fine. I wanted to ask you about a problem I'm having. I, I seem to be losing my memory. Oh, I think that's really good for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's making me really nervous I about know. being able to do my job. I know, but, but here's the deal. You are someone who has a lot of focused attention. You know what I mean? Like little things don't get by you. You, have, you're, you make lists or you used to. You're someone who has used her intellect very well and very successfully, but you've been in your head overthinking and analyzing and focusing um, too much on your mind. And what's happened is your consciousness is expanding and you don't even really like your job that much anyway. So, so here's the deal. Now your brain is starting to focus on the things that are actually really important. And so... Instead of you being worried that you're getting dementia or potentially early onset Alzheimer's disease, which, ha- which is happening is you're starting to focus on the things that make you happy. 
versus the things that you think you should focus on and you should remember and you should be doing. Does, is this making sense? It is, except that that's another issue, which is I'm having a really, I mean, I've, I've never really been able to figure out what makes me happy. Ah, but see, now you have the opportunity. Now that your brain isn't, you know, catalyzed, categories, I'm, for some reason, I'm sorry, I can't speak very well this morning. You're not cataloging things and organizing them with your mind so much. Now you're creating space where you can identify what is joyful, what makes you happy, what gets you excited, all of those things, you know. That you're getting in that space where you can actually take the time to go, oh, do I like this? Ooh, I do. Or, oh, yeah, I don't like that. So that you can start to align your energy in passion and your magnificence. So you're actually in a really, really good space. You're having like a canvas moment where you're not sure what's going on, which is really, really healthy. I always call the canvas moment because it means like you have this blank canvas and it's about to fill in. And so everything's right on track. Everything's lovely, but you need to start to ad- admit more to yourself. Oh, yeah, I really don't like my job. Oh, yeah. Um, in fact, you can even start doing some what if questions. What if I have discovered my passion? What if I am, what if my magnificence is emerging in a way that I can identify it? Started this job six months ago, though, and I left a job I really hated to take this job. Oh, I'm sorry. Say that again. I said I just started this job six months ago, and I and I left a job I I really despised good, good. to take this job. Okay. Okay. Good. So that's an improvement, right? So you you you're not in a despising position. You're moving forward. This is great. This is excellent. So you need to start meditating. You need to start using what-if questions. You need to spend some time in nature. Does this make sense, what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. So you ha- so nothing's wrong. That's what I, uh, from our conversation, I want you to walk away from nothing's wrong, and you need to spend the time to identify what brings you joy. When A few years before I left my marriage, I began to you know, hear and see and feel my connection to the universe, my higher self. We all have a connection to source. We're all part of creation. And I discovered that I really didn't know what made me happy, seriously. And so I had to, like, go practice things and try things. I went to many different music venues to figure out what kind of music I really liked. Um, I spent time with myself. I meditated every day. I, I began the process of getting to really know myself. And I think you're ahead of the game than I was at that time. I think that there are things that you know about yourself. Like, you knew how much you despised your job, and you left it. I think that's fantastic. And you don't... I should maybe hate's too strong of a word, but I don't see you going ah, regarding your job. You know, you're just doing. No, it. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> you're just doing it, and that's okay. You know, part of getting to know yourself is also recognizing when you create that relationship with Source Energy, you start to have faith and trust. You start to trust that you're going to be taken care of and that everything's going to be okay, so that you can, um, so that you can allow yourself to be in a, more of a free floating versus a t- trying to control, which nobody really is controlling, even though they think they are more of a free. F- floating place so that you can have guidance and awareness come to you and start to make decisions and to help you move forward and to self-identify your joy. It's really beautiful. You're in a great spot. Great spot. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And I'm going to be in your neck of the woods next week, which is kind of, well, not next week, I guess the week after that. So that's exciting. So where are you going to be? I'm going to be in North Carolina attending my, the final wedding of our family. (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, so we're excited. It's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so amazing. 
Vinny's crying a little bit. Yeah. I'm so sensitive. <laughs> so not totally because you're in South Carolina. So yeah. Yeah. Sisters. It's it's it's. Sorry about that. There, it's okay. It's close. It's, it's got <laughs> it's the close. same last name. <laughs> it's just like the family will be. Thank you. Yeah, 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 exactly. Thank you so much. Don't worry. You're on the right track. And uh, go for it. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Yeah, thanks very much for, call, for calling in, Susie. And uh, my comment earlier, I just yeah. finally realized, it's more of like the primaries that are coming coming up. It's, yeah. it's very important. But we've that, been having some special <clears throat> elections anyway. Yeah, but, but you're right. The spin, primaries like, are coming Everyone up. needs to get out there and still you know, yes. be proud and be confident with what you want to go with and who you want to go for. Yeah, and, so. and really study the issues. Yes. Make sure you're well-informed. Yes. Because, you know, a lot of people after... Our current administration went into office and, you know, there was all this GOP push to abolish Obamacare. A lot of people didn't realize who voted for Trump that Obamacare and the Affordable Care Act were the same thing. Same thing. thing. They just changed the name. Right. (laughs) Well, it's just it has more than one name because it was created under Obama. And and these a lot of these people were getting insurance from the Affordable Care Act that who may already may not be able to because the GOP has done so many things to jeopardize um, something that was actually bringing insurance to millions of Americans. Mm -hmm. In fact, right now, um, the GOP is trying to pass um, legislation that will reduce another 13 million people from the Affordable Care Act. So, yeah, be informed. Be informed, people. And, of course, you know me, vote blue. (laughs) Well, do your your diligence. And what you're saying is, you know, grab some, uh, go to the library. Go find it. Go on. Don't just go online. Go to meetings. Go talk to your representatives. Listen to them. State representatives. They have open stuff all the time. Please do. Mm -hmm. Go get to know the people who are in charge of the decision making for your area. Ask questions. Yeah. It's not that hard. Everyone knows. It's fun. Yep. It's fun. And Google things. When I'm voting and I'm reading um, certain things that, you know, mm-hmm. they want to pass here in Washington State. I literally have to Google it because I really don't understand what it is. And then I can read online more about the information, which helps me to make more of an informed choice. So <laughs> I just had it in my head, like yeah. Google, where to park today? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We, okay. had, we had a little parking that's, issue that's today. Kinda but like we're starting that's starting this okay. whole uh, snowball effect <laughs> yeah. for a little bit. Our phones are okay. back at, working again, by the way. So right. if you'd like to join us, 877-825-8828. Is the number for the Marie Manuturi show. We'll take one more, uh, and we'll take uh, now Stephanie calling in from Kansas City. So, hello, Stephanie. Hello. How are you? We're great. Thank you. How are you? And how's Kansas? Um, it's actually been a little rainy this week. I live in Missouri, but, you know, same difference because I'm on the border. So. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. Well, rain's kind of nice, right? Yeah, we had a huge drought. So Wow. Well, congratulations. Yeah. That's fantastic. So, what can I do for you? Well, I was wondering if you could kind of do an energy scan. And, well, I was wanting to kind of talk about my children. Right. But I think, (laughs) I don't know if it would maybe be more important. Um, I'm really wanting to try to start helping people. And so I was wondering um, if you could kind of look at my gifts and if you think that I can, if I have what it takes. Yeah, well, first kind of do that. Well, first of all, although I appreciate your, your question about your children, my overall feeling about your kids is that they're fine. And usually when people bring their children to my office, I ultimately work on the parent, right? Okay. So most kids are just perfect, you know, and we kind of need to leave them alone a little bit or in- encourage them in certain ways or something. So most of the time I'm working on the parents. Your kids look fine to me. They look happy. I see them smiling. I feel good, positive energy. I think they, they may be a little bit argumentative with each other, Um you know, so if that's true, then maybe some boundaries regarding that might be kind oh, of yeah. nice, you know, so yeah. that there's less infighting in the home, you know, but without shaming, 
you know, like, mm-hmm. ha- you know, maybe do some research about how you can have some conversation with the kids that allows it to be um, loving, right? So that, because the last thing we need to do, pe- people are so full of shame with very little effort, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, first of all, you love to tell people what to do, right? I mean, it's one of your favorite things, right? Yes, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying it in a bad, I mean, it maybe no, it came no, across no, that way, but I don't think it's a bad thing that I'm noticing here when I read your energy. You have a strong, intuitive ability. I really like it. I also think you have good karma. I think things work out for you in your life. Is that true? For the most part, um, let's see, I kind of feel like, well, I was bit by a snake over the summer, so oh. that's why I kind of feel like maybe I need some direction. Uh, bit by a snake, did you say? I mean, you do yeah. live in an area wow. where there's a lot of snakes, you know? Yeah, it was like a copperhead. Yeah. And so oh, my I, gosh. Like, it's yeah. really scary. It was really scary. But you know what? When I was in North Carolina and I was walking on my daughter's future in-law's property— and I, the only snakes we have here in the area that I live are gardener snakes. And I see one. The little guys. They're so they're cute. Harmless. And they, they if, if they bite they're you. pets. Yeah, they're really cute. I saw one the other day. I was mowing my yard and it, you know, went flying yeah, away from my saw lawnmower. Saw you coming. <laughs> yeah, which I'm out of here. I was very happy about, by the way. I'm like, thank God I didn't kill the cute guy. So we don't have, a, you know, um, maybe towards east of the mountains we might have some. We have some, some little rattlers over we there. We do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Little ones. Desert so ones. copperheads are, but they're. They're there. They're everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, where, mm-hmm. you, where you are. So you've lived this long without getting bit. It happens, <laughs> you know. So don't put so much energy into something that's really not that important. However, what I will tell you is that the snake is the sign of transformation. Because it, when you look at kundalini energy, kundalini, which it comes from a completely different dimension. It it's, doesn't originate in the human realm. And it, when it enters into someone's auric field, it actually comes in through, it comes into the, through the front of the second chakra, so right around the belly button area. And then it moves all the way through the body. So think of it as like this lovely electric blue smoke, you know, and it runs into the body and then it goes up the spine in this beautiful figure eight pattern um, all the way up through the spine. It, but it has like this, um, the way I've looked at it, it has like a head of the snake almost. And then it enters into the occiput. And then it activates all of the glands in your brain and activates psychic sight. So I think it's actually a good thing you got bit by a snake. It's helping you to transform because, you know, you know how to hold it all together. You're very strong. And this kind of put you over the edge, which is good. Letting go is one of the hardest things to do, but probably the strongest spiritual practice any of us could do and experience and allow ourselves to have. So now you're you're not feeling as safe in the world that you've got your act together. And that's probably good for you. And Kundalini is powerful. So you may not completely understand everything that I just said, but what I want to say to you is, yeah, I think you should consider taking some coaching classes like life coaching and, mm-hmm. and find like a reputable organization that has a good track record, that does great teachings. And, and I don't think that, I, I think you already have a lot of natural abilities, but I think it will help you to go, well, this would be the, the best way to approach it. And, the, and then you'll meet colleagues and you'll work with each other. So I think that's one way to get started in the arena of mystical life. And I think that many other things will come up for you that you'll be able to integrate and study. How does that sound when I talk about that? That sounds great. So do you think the Kundalini is kind of activated now? In a way, I mean, is that where you can kind of well, perceive? Well, I, I, I can see it activated in your body, whether that, I think it was activated before the snake bit you, quite frankly. Okay. Yeah, I think it, because you know how to feel passion. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people who can, can 
have the natural ability. It's one of the ways I can, mon- you know, kind of monitor where they are in a Kundalini opening or if they've ever been exposed to it. Is it about their passion? And because Kundalini is highly passionate. Of course, there's a sexual component to Kundalini energy, which is also lovely. But it's more than that. It's it's about psychic ability. It's about connection. It's about seeing the beauty in everything in the universe. It's very powerful. So yeah, yours was already open, but the the bite helped you to, even though you're scared, you know, you're the, you don't um, you're not holding on to everything. You're kind of feeling like, wow, I don't know what's going to happen in my life. This thing happened that I did, never thought would happen to me, and now I'm not sure what's going to happen to me. So you're kind of letting go. It's. Definitely. Yeah, it's good. It's good for you. Okay. Great. Great. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Sure. Have a lovely day. Stay away from those copperheads. Yeah, yeah. totally. Be careful. Where's actually boots. Misha? Yeah, <laughs> Misha was so. Yeah, when I was walking their property, I'm like, uh, you know, Seth, my future son-in-law, says, "Yeah, so we probably won't run into any copperheads because we're all walking together, and they're going to feel the vibration of the ground." And I'm like, "What's a copperhead?" You know. And then he tells me it's a snake, and then I'm terrified. You know, like. You guys can go on the walk without me. Yeah, like I, I walked around their prop because they have acres of land, you know, in this, you oh, know, wow. beautiful farm that they live on. And and I, we walked a couple more times. I didn't tell them, but I was terrified See? the whole time. I was walking See? like, give me the Northwest. Give me a right? mountain in the Northwest with dogs on it and and whatever. Just give me the Northwest. <laughs> <It was> salmon. <laughs> yeah. My really quiet salmon running around and- Sasquatch, we don't really see him, but we hear about him a lot. Yeah, I don't think they really <laughs> exist, oh, but yeah, sorry. I, I, no, I wish they existed. <laughs> I think it's cool, but I, yeah, I don't think they're here for All us. Right. Okay, who do we have next? Well, let's run off to a break. We're a little overdue Oh, now. sorry. That's fine. Totally fine. 877-825-8828 is the number for the Remain Cherry Show. We'll be right back. This is Marie Manucherry, and I want to let you know I will be at East West Bookshop in Seattle, September 14th, Friday night. I'm going to be talking about the power of what if, because as you know, I believe the direction of the energy in our minds is truly important. Words that we say to ourselves or out loud truly matter. When we speak, the fifth chakra's vibration sends energy towards the things in the universe that match the vibration of the words spoken. So in this class, we're going to be talking about the difference between what if questions and affirmations. Of course, I'll do readings for the audience. We're going to have a blast. I hope you can join us. For more information, you can go to energyintuitive.com or eastwestbookshop.com. If you think making false threats is a joke, think again. Any communication threatening students, teachers, and staff at schools or public places is a federal crime that could lock people behind prison doors for up to five years. I'm FBI Deputy Director David Bowditch, making you aware that hoax threats have real consequences. We don't want to see a young person begin their adult lives with a felony record. Making false threats is not a joke. Think before you post. Visit FBI.gov. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed back wildly popular astrologer Christopher Renstrom with his amazing horoscopes and conversation about the future. On Saturday, Malia Jacobs returns with metaphysical Q&A. She shares a wide range of insights with compassion about the human experience. Bringing you fascinating talk since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. 
Join Marie on November 3rd and 4th in Redmond, Washington for her two-day seminar, Communicating Beyond the Veil. One of the greatest experiences Marie has had the pleasure of receiving is the ability to communicate with loved ones and spirit guides living on the other side. And this is a natural gift that everyone has. Over the years, Marie has helped clients and students learn the techniques necessary to achieve this valuable skill. In this workshop, you'll learn the dimensional realities that exist beyond Earth, how to know the difference between your own thoughts and communications coming from those living outside of Earth, how to maintain your human energy system in a vibrational flow that allows for higher self-connection, and how to hear, see, feel, or experience those living on the other side. For more information, go to energyintuitive.com. Ready to shake things up? Try Alternative Talk 1150. I love that song. Hopefully they'll play it at Misha's wedding while we're dancing. Ooh. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. Love it. This could be like a slow, like a cocktail type hour, you Ooh. know? Yeah, and we, then, then you saying... move into the dancing later. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, that's true. Well, you're a DJ, I've done a couple so you weddings know. Before, yeah, just a few, right? You got to have some, you know, cocktail hours, you know, spice up the mood yeah, a little a co- bit. You know, Mina even had a cocktail hour before the ceremony. Hey. <laughs> yeah, she had one before and after. I've never heard the cocktail <laughs> hour before the cocktail yeah, hour. Yeah, so yeah. So like everybody was relaxed. I like you know? her style. <laughs> It was fun. In fact, we're starting to get the pictures now from oh, the photographer. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I'm stunning. sure they're all amazing. They're, like, I'm going to have to put floating shelves in the house because <laughs> I don't know which pictures I'm going to choose. And I already have tons of pictures from Mariam's wedding all, all over the house. Or so. you could do a digital frame, rotate some through. Ooh. Have you ever thought about that? No, but love your thinking. Yeah, yeah I think I'll they're be doing that. They're pretty sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so who do we have next? Yeah, we'll take Heather calling in from Bothell. Hello, Heather. Welcome to the show. Hi, can you hear me okay? Yeah, hi Heather, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm perfect, thank you. What can I do for you? Well, I kind of think my question was just answered. Oh, really? I was actually called, well, I was calling in because I felt yesterday I was on a walk and I had all this kind of weird pain in my like hips and my back. And then I woke up this morning and I had like crazy happy energy. Mm. And I was questioning is it kundalini energy mm. and i was talking to him and that's what it was so funny because you just met, talked about it like two seconds ago and um i just feel i'm like wondering if that's happening to me i do see some kundalini energy moving actually in your body i can see it swirling oh. around your hips and your lower back i i can see it like not right now, but in the past, it's tried to sneak up your spine a little bit. I do think mm-hmm. part of the joy that you're feeling is because Saturn went direct. So I'd be curious to know where oh. Capricorn is in your chart. Uh, okay. Yeah, because I think that's what made you happy. Like things, it, there's like a clarity that's occurred for you, like overnight. Mm-hmm. You know, you wake up and you go, oh, okay, yeah, that's okay. This is fine. That's okay. That's all right. This is okay. This is fine. But you do have Kundalini moving in a very, um, active rotation in your lower back so it could and even in your glutes it could be related to that as well but what i'm hearing it's Mm -hmm. because saturn is i you know it's it's either 
direct now or it went direct a couple days ago or it's going direct. You know, it's like right now. It's ha- it's within the next few days or right now or you know, I don't know exactly what day it's going direct. Because even though you have this really interesting free spirit aspect of yourself, you also have this very um, controlled is the wrong word, but this very integrity. You know what I mean? Like you like mm-hmm. things a certain way and, and certain things are supposed to follow a certain way. And it could be annoying for you. When people, not you, but when other people aren't following that integral aspect. Do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? So mm-hmm. Saturn is a lot like that. Saturn is the taskmaster. Saturn doesn't give people wiggle room in their lives. It says this is the way it's supposed to be do, to be done. Get your act together. Let's get this done. So with it going mm-hmm. direct, it's going to feel more, oh, good. Everybody's on the right on the right page now. People are going to follow in the right ways, or if they don't, things are going to happen that's going to force them to. So there's a little bit of relaxation that happened for you. So oh, great. I would spend time moving your hips as much as possible. And that could be okay. why they felt tight yesterday, because there is this uh, emergence of Kundalini in your uh, you know, lower area, right? Um, I would mm-hmm. start moving your hips and spending as much time as possible feeling passion. Okay. Right. And not, be, not, be, not with integrity, like integrity, right. It doesn't play passion is passion, right? There, yeah. There's no right or wrong about it. It just is. Great. Okay. Great question. Good to know. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a gorgeous day. You too. Bye. Right. Thanks Heather for joining us from Bothell, 877-825-8828. We'll now travel to, I believe it's Northern California and we have Tasha at 32 weeks pregnant. Ooh. Awesome. That would be the size of a squash, I believe, <laughs> in the pregnant Aww. calendar. Am I correct? I think I believe that's right. Yeah, that's right. Hi, guys. Hi. Oh, Benny, so good of you to remember Well, all for us, that. it'd be two squashies. Yeah, because <laughs> we, we had double, so. Yeah, that's double a squash. lot. We had that's a salad a... working there. <laughs> totally. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. So what can I do for you? Yeah, so I'm just, um, I don't know, I just was like a general reading. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of changes happening besides the baby, and I just want to be as grounded and, you know, ready as possible when she comes <laughs> well well you know the funny thing is you can't really be ready for a baby yep. you know this it just it it tells you what it needs and wants and every child is different and, and learning on the go uh, yeah mm-hmm. even you know benny is a father of twins where the kid where the boys different in terms of they had their moments uh-huh. i mean we were always told to manage them together because oh, then wow. it's only going to make the parents freak out a little bit more <laughs> so it's like when they both eat they both eat when one right. eats you know when they both sleep they have to both do at the same time wow. so Which that, is that a good idea. and that was yeah. like i've always remembered that i can't remember who told me but that was the only the first thing that's always stuck wow so wow so, yeah, so you can't plan for, their, for right. what's going to happen with the baby. Sorry. And every kid's different. Um, mm-hmm. My granddaughter doesn't act like a regular newborn. She's very unique in terms of the way she perceives things and the way she acts. Like, she hated to be swaddled, you know, doesn't like that at all. Um, so, so everybody, baby's different. You're not going to know what the baby's going to be like until it gets in your arms. And then you're going to have great, you're going to do wonderful. You're going to have great intuition with your child. You have that ability to really understand people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you're going to just glob onto this newborn and you're just going to know what needs to happen. I mean, maybe not in the first 30 minutes, but you're going to know. So I just want you to feel confident that you're going to know and you're just going to have this awareness. Nope, that she wants this. She likes this. This is what makes her happy. You're going to it's going to be a lovely dance for you. So I think child rearing is going to be easier than you've anticipated. 
which is going to be great because it'll give you the bandwidth for all the other stuff that's going on. But heads up, your husband's going to have to, or your partner or whomever, is going to have to take care of all this other stuff that's flying in the air because you won't be able to. Yeah. Right? So you might as well just not even think about it or worry about it because I'm guaranteeing you, you're going to be sleeping, breastfeeding, sleeping, breastfeeding, changing diapers, hopefully sleeping. You know, you, you're not going to have the bandwidth to uh, do any of that. the memories. <laughs> Actually, I was up at like 5 o'clock this morning and I got on my Instagram uh-huh. and I saw that Mariam was up at 5 o'clock yeah, this sure. morning, you know, and the baby was in the bathroom. <laughs> She's getting, she was trying to go to work early so she could come home early and the baby's wide awake. And, I'm, and I, she goes, what are you up for? And I go, well, the cats were meowing to go outside at 5 a.m. She goes, oh, my gosh, our babies are up way too early. Right? <laughs> yeah. So you're just going to don't worry about all this other stuff because you're not going to have the time or the energy to do anything about it. How does that sound? Because okay. that's not your that's not how you normally handle life. You know that, right? Yeah, it's just like we're contemplating moving across the country and uh, it's a rather... I mean, we've been thinking about it for a while. It's kind of an abrupt decision, though, that we think we're just going to go for it. Even before you <laughs> like, give birth? Yeah, before I give birth. Oh, why? Well, just because our living situation isn't working out and uh-huh. the rent here has gone up so high. And uh-huh. we've been thinking about moving for a long time. And because this situation has arisen where we need to move, it's just like maybe we should just go for it. Hmm. And Part of me is like, no, <laughs> stay put. But another part of me is like, okay, let's go. Yeah, but, but would it make yeah. a difference if you leave when the baby's four or five or six months old? Would it make a difference that much in your life? <sighs> I already know the no. answer to the question. The answer is no. So yeah. I am not recommending that you pack up in your current state of pregnancy and move across the the globe. I don't think it's in your best interest. And I, and here's the most important part. It's not necessary. It's like, it's not necessary. If let's say your partner had this, or you yourself had this great, amazing opportunity waiting for you, and you had to now, maybe. But no, you guys are doing it kind of because you it'll be better for you in the long run or something like that. And you don't even know if that's true. You don't even know if you're going to like it. So no, I'm saying no, absolutely no. But you get to do whatever you want, of course, because let's say that the baby's six months old and you're like, hey, now let's go do it. Fine. If you want to go do it, then that's fine. But I'm not recommending it right now. You don't even. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of how I feel. too. Yeah. So (laughs) stick to your guns. Pregnant people get to make the final decisions. Okay. I'm going to say that one more time. And, of course, healthy, balanced, pregnant people get to make the final decisions, not the people who are not carrying developing fetuses in their womb. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, so your partner doesn't have a womb, I don't believe anyway, and your partner is not developing a fetus, so no. That person doesn't get to make those decisions. You do. Okay. Okay? Thanks. Sorry I'm being so stern, but it's like... All of a sudden, my mama bear energy came out. <laughs> no moving a pregnant woman this far along in her pregnancy to unknown territories. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Have fun. Thank you. Yeah, and good luck. We wish you the best. We're all sending you beautiful, bright light for an easy delivery and fun times with a newborn. Right. Thanks, Tasha, for the call, by the way. And for me, also from speaking from experience as well, as far as like 
adding a move to just already this big adventure. It's a big deal. Yeah. It's just like, and you, you're absolutely right. Why? Well, yeah, why should no you have reason. to just yeah. relax? Yeah. Maybe get, get a little schedule right. planned after the birth, get things a little settled in, in emotion, right. and then progress on with the next If step. you even feel like it, which you may hey, not. You know, once it can totally you, change again. Yeah, right. Once you have your community mm-hmm. helping you and all of that, because raising a child is a lot of work, yep. right? And uh, you may discover that, oh my gosh, what were we thinking? We need all the people that are around us right now just to help <laughs> us to go to the grocery store. Yeah, so... Totally. It'll be interesting. Okay, who's next? Uh, yeah, we'll take one more before our last break. We'll take Cindy calling in from Oregon. And it looks like a follow-up call from last January. So, Cindy, welcome to the show. What's going on, darling? Well, I called back in January, and um, my goodness and greatest five. And I can't at the end hear. Of the call, uh-huh. Repeat that one more time. What was it that you were suffering from or having an issue with? <laughs> Life. Life. I, my, my, at the time, my, my question was I had really great life things going on and really hard life things uh-huh. going on. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he gave me some great advice about communicating with my spirit guides, asking for help every day. Do you have a headphone then, on? on your, are you on your cell no, phone? Yeah. Oh, no, my phone is doing funny though, isn't it? Yeah, it's just, a, it's very tingy for me. I mean, Benny's doing a good job translating. I'm just having a hard time <laughs> understanding. So, so, I, well, let me see. I'm going to, so life was really hard. I think that's what I heard, correct? I had, I have hard things going on, just life situations. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then really positive, positive life Oh, good. Situations going so, on. Yeah. So here's the deal. You're not managing your energy very well. You're fluctuating your subatomic particles in such a way that you're having, you know, like a, a huge drop in your vibration, which is creating a little bit of hell in your life, literally. I mean, that's what they're telling me. And then you heighten your vibration, then you're having a little bit of heaven. This is something that some people get caught in, is this pattern of where they're not balancing their vibration. And of course, not only do you want to balance it between the highs and the lows, but then you want to elevate it to be closer to the highs. But you don't want to have this, you know, high vibrational influence and then this low vibrational influence you don't want that you want to have to have it level off if that makes sense does that make sense what i'm talking yes, about does. yeah so you you can't have these drops anymore because the interesting thing about energy where your vibration is it's not going to show up in that moment you, you don't get the answer from the universe immediately vibration comes after it's kind of like an echo in a huge canyon you know, you, you make a sound, and then after a few minutes, perhaps, or seconds, I'm not sure how long it takes, it comes back. When we're looking at the vibration of energy, it could take weeks or months. So where your energy is right now is not even going to be what you're going to be experiencing it in tomorrow. So, so the more you work on maintaining your vibration and then elevating that maintenance, the better your life will be in the future. And, and then... That's how you can tell where your vibration has been. So let's say something happens, like today I had a weird parking situation. So maybe my energy was low like last week, you know, or I was frustrated or annoyed by something, which then created some annoyance for me today, right? So it's not about, it's not about my energy today. It's about my energy from maybe a week ago. And, and so you can kind of look at where you are now and go, oh, yeah, well, I, I need to work on maintaining my frequency and my vibration. When things come up that bother you or drive you a little bit nuts, you need to control your mind and feed it positive energy so that you don't get the frequency from something that happened a couple weeks ago in your life 
today. Does that make sense, what I'm talking about? Yes. So, like, with what-if questions? Yeah, what-if questions, focusing on things that make you happy, being loving and compassionate to yourself. And then when weird stuff happens, I know yours has been way more challenging than finding a parking spot. I understand that. When those things happen, be loving and kind and compassionate to yourself. Okay. Okay. Um, my my question, though, was um, at the end of our last conversation, you asked me about an attorney, and I said, no, we don't have an attorney. And actually, we do. And we're seeing him today, and the hearing is next week. So, oh, good. Okay. You're with your attorney. That's good. Okay, okay great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Congratulations, and we wish you the best in your uh, legal work. Do you have any feedback? Because you were going to tell me something about my attorney at the time. And So the the, the attorney at the time wasn't a, the best fit for you, and oh, okay. you should have chosen to go on to another one. Is that correct? Yeah, great. That's great. No, 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 no. Oh. No, I just, it, it was like this case is kind of so nebulous to us, and it was so out in the future that I kind of forget that it's going on. Uh-huh. So... So nothing's coming to you? No, honestly. I'm so sorry okay. it's not. Yeah, uh, which means, you know, that everything's going fine. You're on the right track. You're moving yeah. forward. So, yeah. Yeah, so everything's fine. It's it's almost like there's too much space before we can see an end result. And so we're just sitting in the space of where it is right now, and there's nothing more to do. That's how I feel. Does that make sense? Um, could you say that one more time? Okay. So, well, yeah, we're having a little phone yes. issue. So, so, so I'll repeat it okay. why Benny sure, goes sure, sure, and sure, sure. heads and, and finishes the phone call because it's yep. just too hard to understand. Um, what I'm saying is, yeah, I'm not getting anything about whatever court case is going on in this moment because everything is going fine the way it is. And there's too much space between the next thing that needs to occur or the next thing that will happen. So there's nothing that I'm feeling to report. So Perfect. Okay. All right. Yep. And oh, my look, goodness. I know. Sometimes it happens. Just one. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. So uh, 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manutary Show. Let's take our last break of the hour, and we'll be right back with more from Marie. Okay. Lately, I've been, I've been thinking, I want you to be happier. I want you to be happier. When the morning comes, and we see what we've become. In the cold light of day, we're aflame in the wind, not the fire that we begun. Every argument. Hello, this is Marie Manucherry. On Saturday, September 15th, I'll be teaching an afternoon workshop at East West Bookshop in Seattle. It's called Energetic Freedom. It's about letting go. As humans, we have so many ideas about what is in our best interest and how, when, where, and why things should or should not happen. This creates a constant wave of analytical processing that captures the human spirit in regret. Letting go is necessary. It allows us to individualize and allows our magnificence to shine through. So join me on September 15th at East West Bookshop and learn how to create energetic freedom in your own life. For more information, you can go to energyintuitive.com or eastwestbookshop.com. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. The Marie Manu Cherry Show is streamed live over the internet 
So if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show to talk with Marie. If you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation. Marie Manucheri has had the pleasure and honor of shifting the vibration of thousands of clients and students from around the world. Her method, Divine Energy Medicine, is the art of raising the human energetic frequency, leading to mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health. During this two-day intensive course, you will discover how to read the energy of others while improving your relationship with yourself, gain intuitive knowledge of the synergetic relationship between chakras and human feelings, and identify energetic locations and actions of the energy centers. Join Marie on Saturday, March 23rd and Sunday, March 24th, 2019 in Vancouver, Washington and practice divine energy medicine to increase your ability to connect deeply with others. For more information, go to energyintuitive.com. There's a reason they invented the internet. It's called 1150kknw.com. Benny, what a gorgeous song. I love it. Do you believe that's Marshmallow? That's the name of the Wow, the, I even love the, the name. Yeah, I love right. it. How do you forget that? And apparently, uh, Saturn went direct at 4.10 a.m. Thank you, Susie, for writing into my website and Is letting me know. Is that 4.10 like uh, in last, yesterday? <laughs> well, you know, the, early this morning. I'm assuming this is Pacific time. I'm, I'm not sure. But at, yeah, so anyway, it went direct. I feel like we're still feeling the ripples. Yeah, I think so, too. Well, because okay. Saturn's a big right. planet, right? Mm-hmm. It's a large planet. And so when it makes a movement, you know, weird stuff happens, right? You know, as you're getting comfortable. Weird. Yeah, right? so... Thank you, Susie. That was so nice of you to mm-hmm. do that. I really appreciate it. She's on top of it. She's on top of it. So who do we have next? Oh, yeah, we'll take Shirley lines? calling in from Snohomish. Hello, Shirley. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you. Yeah, hi, Shirley. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited for your class next week. Oh, thank you for signing up. That's so lovely. Tell your friends. Don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's So Are you? Ta- which one are you taking? Or are you taking both? I am taking both. And oh. I also went to your Spain Oh, you so did! Oh, thank fan. you! <laughs> oh, thank you so. Wasn't that Spain so much fun? Um, I I get my high vibration just thinking about it. Oh, yeah. I I lo- that was my first international retreat, and you'll be happy to know. Um, of course, if you are into it for next year, that uh, Lisa and I I say Lisa and I because we worked pretty hard on making it work. We just agreed to teach in a retreat center in in one of the Greek islands next fall. So we will be getting that all together to put on, you know, the website. Um, oh, we're... that is awesome. Another week of t- retreat on the Cat Island. Um, I know it has a, a different name, Ceros, right? Yeah, that's the island we'll be at on. Um, and I got this great tip when I was in um, Sun Valley, Idaho. Um, Steve, a man that, uh, that takes a lot of classes from me, he and his family vacation at this retreat center every year. So I got, you know, good information. And then we've been working for an entire year. I was, I was actually going to do it last year, but then... 
or, I mean, I was going to book it for this year, but then, of course, everybody decided to get married in my family, oh. and I just didn't have the bandwidth to do weddings and an inter- international trip. So, yeah, we're going to be on the Greek islands next year, which will be super exciting. That is awesome. I, I'm pretty sure I'll probably be there. Yay. And thank <laughs> you so much for coming to Spain. That was so fun. I loved every awesome. moment of it. Okay, Me so too. what can I do for you today? So today I've been um, wrestling with I'm so ready to move out of my apartment. Okay. And I'm also looking at um, moving in with my boyfriend. Okay. And so he's having a hard time. Um, he has emotional attachment to where he lives, but I can't live where he lives. <laughs> yeah. So the, so the dude has to move. Sorry. He does. Yes, because yes I you, know. You guys are going to move in together. I think it's a good match. And I just want to remind our audience I'm very picky. Yes. So I, I think it's an excellent match. And you're just going to have to do a little therapy on the side with him. Like, honey. So he, here's the find the few things like three things that he really likes about the place that he's attached to and try to find something similar, right? Like I just, uh, I sometimes contemplate moving and maybe downsizing, um, Mm -hmm. you know, because I'm the only one that lives in kind of a big house, Mm -hmm. but I don't think I can replicate my backyard and I love to garden. So in order to get me to do that eventually, if I ever decide to, I'm going to have to, I know that will have to be deer going to have to walk up and I'm going to have to have plenty of room to garden. So that means probably not a townhouse because they don't really give you any land to garden. No, I need land. Yeah, I need land. So find the three things that he, and kind of watch his energy as he's describing to you what he really likes. Because he's so attached, he's going to name 20. And I wanted to get down, I want you to get it down to the three main things. And then, you know, when you're looking for a place, replicate those things. Because I think if you do that, he's going to walk in and go, yeah, I could, I could do that. I could do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's going to happen. I just want you to know. He's moving. Okay. It's happening. Okay. Okay. Um, So we're looking at renting his place out. Is that still a good move? Excellent. Market's great. I wouldn't recommend selling it right now. Excellent. Good idea. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much, You're Marie. welcome. We'll see you Have, next week. Okay, I'll see you next week. Thank you. Right. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks very much, uh, Shirley, for calling in. 877-825-8828 is the number for the show. And we'll take Alexa calling in from Shoreline. Hello, Alexa. Excellent. Hey, Alexa, you need to turn off your radio there, darling. She'll hear us in like three, two, one. Thank you so much. Oh, I was wrong. Alexa, are you there? She, she's listening to the radio. That's why. Oh. She'll hear us. Watch. Watch. There's me. Watch. There's me. Oh, my goodness. This is really a Saturn weird day. This is great. Watch, watch, watch. Hello? Hello. See? Ah, Alexa. I knew Alexa. she was there. And you actually yeah, sounded... You sounded like the Alexa, you know, that everybody talks to. I still uh, haven't hooked up my Alexa thing. I need really? to figure that. Oh, no, Super yes. easy. I'm sure it is, but I'm just like, I don't know. I just haven't had the, the uh, whatever, you know. Yeah. 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 So, well, yeah. It's, it's a, yeah, well, I just thought um, I would ask you a, a little kind of specific question. I've had sure. this reoccurring um well, I had this this old injury that caused some thoracic outlet syndrome. Uh huh. I'm so sorry. And by I the went way. to the chiropractor, and I'm I work sorry. on it. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it, it definitely gets is getting better, but somehow, um, I think something happened, and I got all this sort of nervous tension in my body. Yeah. Well, you know, thoracic. And it just. So, so this is about your heart chakra. Yeah. Right. Because. Thoracic outlet disease is that for those people who don't know, it's a, it's a 
nerve disorder where your nerves get triggered in the thoracic cavity and it can affect your shoulders, your arms. It can, it can be very detrimental. I don't think yours is detrimental. I know it bothers you. You, by the way, hyper focus on it. And you, whenever you want to change something in your life and you're noticing that you hyper focus on it, you have to stop thinking about it. Because you keep uh-huh. you keep bringing negativity to it because your hyper focus yeah. isn't oh yay I'm getting better it's like oh my god I have thoracic outlet disease you know what I mean or I had it or whatever so right. so this is about the heart chakra the heart chakra which is in the center of the chest you know governing all those nerves your lymphatic system lymphatic tissue vessels and that it also governs all the lymph nodes in the body it also governs all the vessels and the movement of blood in the vessels so all the the veins and all the arteries. And then of course it governs the lungs and the heart muscle. So you're highly empathetic. Most people who get are diagnosed with thoracic outlet disease. Cause I'm not a hundred. To me, it's an autoimmune disorder. That's how I look at it. Doctors don't approach it that way. And sometimes they actually do surgery, which I haven't seen it positively affect someone, but I'm sure there are people who have been positively affected by surgery. So this is about you being less empathetic you're too sensitive. And of course, I think being sensitive is great. Um, so I, even though I say you're too sensitive, I think if everyone were sensitive, we wouldn't have war or famine or weird people trying to become, um, you know, in the court justices, right? We wouldn't have these confirmation hearings mm-hmm. with weirdos. Um, if everyone were sensitive, we would make very, very different decisions. But what happens, what a lot of people don't understand is that being sensitive doesn't mean you should be overly empathetic, It means that you have to become neutral. To be sensitive means that you have a higher consciousness and awareness of things that are going on. But when you become so emotionally connected to other people, you're actually creating problems with your heart chakra because the heart chakra, the the energy, the emotional energy that's in this vortex is universal love. And the universe doesn't think that anything's wrong. So you can't every time you feel overly empathetic about things that are happening in the world, you're actually not helping the nervous system in your chest. So you have to learn Mm -hmm. to become neutral. You have to learn to not care as much. And Mm -hmm. if you were someone who were not compassionate, we wouldn't be having this conversation. People who are need to learn compassion need to become more empathetic, but you need to become more neutral. You'll still have the awareness of what's going on with others, but without it affecting your own body, because your body literally will absorb the pain and the suffering, and then it's trying to move it out and it's getting stuck and it's forget, it's affecting your nervous system. Does that make sense mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know it does. I can feel it. Right. Okay. I'm so I'm it. recommending don't sit in your chest. Give your chest several years of a break. And I guess we have to go because the music's on and, and rest in your feet, you know, sit in your glutes, get out of your heart muscle because it needs a break. Okay. So do more sitting and stop doing the other work I'm doing for like three years. Yeah, don't sit in your chest. I don't recommend it. And I have to go. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Benny, and everyone who's listening to the show. And thank you, Lisa. Thanks for braving through this one. Yeah, right? this one was a little challenging today. Kudos but, to everyone all around on this it. one. we made it. We made it. And happy Saturn going to direct. I'm sure we'll feel a little bit better thank in God. a couple of weeks. Have a beautiful day, everyone. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.